missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, big rock show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center or just click around and get them here. How rich is Jeff Bezos? Oh, <laughs> plenty. He's the richest man in the world, right? Yes, he is. His profits actually, uh, his, his money has gone up. his divorce. Yeah, did, uh, <laughs> he's like the only man in the history of forever that could get divorced. And then come out even better than he did before. But uh, he's got so much money, Shaw. Go ahead, ask me. How much money does he got? How much money does he got? Well, he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He's he's not the only billionaire, but he's the billionist of the billionaires. Mm -hmm. And he's got so much money, Shaw, that if you took, and I don't know exactly if this includes selling off all of his properties and cashing in all of his options and stuff like that, but he's, he's, uh, I think, $150 billion is what he's... uh, uh, um, Estimated to be uh, in in regards to his richness, if you took all of his monies, every dollar that he's got, and you took them in one dollar increments, right? Then like laid them down as stacked, stacked them, stacked, oh, stacked so them, stacked, stacked the dollar bills, stacked all those one dollar bills on top of each other. How far? How high do you think they'd go? Uh, boy, I don't know. Um, Two hundred feet. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, man. We're talking rich here. We're not talking Brian Simpson here. That's We're a big stack, though. You know, two hundred feet. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Not even close. Not even. You're. You're not even. You're not even getting a whiff of the ballpark okay. right now. You don't even know what the ballpark looks like. You could. You're not even closing your eyes and envisioning the ballpark. That's how far away you are. Mm-hmm. Not even close. We're talking outer not space. Not like space. We're yeah, talking space. outer space. Space. We're talking outer space several times, actually. You know how far up the International Space Station is? I was just going to say, is it the International Space well, Station? Yeah, but not once. You know how far up the International Space Station it's, is, by the way? It, well, it's in space. It's 254 miles. I was going to say miles. Yeah. Give or take, right? So it takes you 254 miles to go from Earth to the International Space Station. If you took all of Jeff Bezos' dollars, dollars the $1 bills, you stacked them from the Earth to the ISS, you could do that 30 times. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah, like LeBron James and D-Wade when they came out not once. Not twice. <laughs> 30 times, man. You could stack all of his $1. Oh, that's rich. That's hard to even fathom. Right, but that's how you like you can't grasp how rich he is. You see the number, you're like, okay, that's a billion. And then you think about it in that term, and you're like, Lord, that's a lot of money. I wrote an article about that, and uh, they break down all of the uh, different uh, scenarios in regards to how tall the $1 bill stacks would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got <clears> things <throat> like... <laughs> They've got things like the Statue of Liberty and uh, some of the mountains. That's, I was going to say that first. Yeah, but yeah, how tall they are. Yeah. And how, but, yeah, 30 times from the earth <laughs> to the ISS with the $1 bills. That's how many he's got, Shaw. He's added $35 billion to his net worth since the beginning of the year. Not bad, yeah. huh? Well, people are buying Amazon, man. They're 2020 yeah. sucks for most people, but not for Jeff Bezos, huh? 38,092 Eiffel Towers. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> 32,393 uh, Empire State Buildings, Shaw. Yeah, man. That's a lot. <laughs> 1,395 Mount Everest. <laughs> Are there even that many $1 bills in the world that we could well, build he, a stack that high? I'm sure he could figure out a way to get them printed, mm-hmm. Shaw. He's a billionaire. You're right. That's a lot of monies. All the monies. Check out the article on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. <laughs> 
the best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. National Best Friends Day, Shaw. Are you, do you have a best friend? Uh, sure. Mary, I'm assuming. Sure. Right? Default. Is he, like I don't have to remember anybody. <laughs> my wife gets so mad at me because I won't call her my best friend. Like, look, I, you're my wife. You can be. That's a category. You, you can, can be, be one. You can no, you can't. You can be one. I mean, you can be. I guess. I suppose, but not in my house. I got a best friend. His name's Donut, <laughs> and that ain't changing. Not for you. Not for anybody. No matter how many years we're married. Take that. But it's Best Friends Day, Shaw. But it's National Best Friends Day, Shaw. So we're celebrating with Factor Bullcrap, Friends Edition. What do you know about Friends? Not much. I just never really got into it. Me neither. I was a Seinfeld guy and uh, just didn't see uh, any point in watching that show. And well, We were busy raising kids when it was on, so oh, it just didn't have so important. <laughs> Mister, uh, I just never had to... time to watch it. Oh, yeah, so important. A lot of things going on. All right, here we go. Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. Friends Edition. The first episode premiered more than 25 years ago. Is that fact or bullcrap? Let's say fact. Turned 25 last year. First episode aired September 22nd, 1994, Shaw. Mm. 1994 was 25 years ago? Yeah, I know. What the hell, man? What's going on around here? (laughs) Fact or bullcrap, Friends Edition, here on The Morning Sickness on National Best Friends Day. The series finale of Friends was watched by more people than any other series finale in history. Mm. I will say bullcrap. Close. Fourth on the list. MASH, number one, mm-hmm. still holds the record, 106 million viewers, then Cheers, and then Seinfeld. So, proving yet again that Seinfeld's better than Friends. <clears throat> Fact to bullcrap. Friends edition on National Best Friends Day here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Robin Williams. The late, great Robin Williams mm-hmm. and Billy Crystal guest starred together in season three. Is that fact or bullcrap? I don't remember that. I'll say bullcrap. Gene, any, any idea? Mm-mm. They both played two guys in a coffee shop. Uh, Billy's character confessed he's been sleeping with Robin's wife, and then they both stormed out. <laughs> Going to get guest stars. You might as well get some of the best, right? Robin Williams and Billy Crystal. That's not bad. Those two chewing up the fat on screen must have been a hell of a sight. Factor Bullcrap, Friends Edition on National Best Friends Day. The original title for the show was Insomnia Cafe. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Uh, fact? Hoo-ah! They also almost went with the names Friends Like Us, Across the Hall, and Six of One, Shaw. Mm. They ended up just going Friends. It's probably a good choice. It worked out pretty well for them. Yeah, I think it did. Factor Bullcrap on National Best Friends Day. We're doing Friends, the TV show. Last one, Shaw. You're four. Uh, you got three out of four. Let's try and finish strong here. None of the other main characters from Friends mm-hmm. appeared on Matt LeBlanc's spinoff, Joey. Is that fact or bullcrap? You said none of them did? None of the other main characters um, from Friends appeared on Matt LeBlanc's think, spinoff, Joey. I would think one of them must. I'll say bullcrap. <laughs> they just left him out there and hanged the guy. It ran for two seasons. None of them guest starred. David Schwimmer did direct two episodes. You think that you could come out from behind the camera and right. be just, in the episode, like walk by real just, quick? <laughs> I just got to use the bathroom. Excuse yeah. me, just going through. No, none of them did. Apparently, couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't do that. Not real supportive there. No, couldn't find their time to stop by and say hi. No, couldn't write him into a script or anything like that. He did all right, Shaw. He did okay. Friends edition. When we painted the girls' room last year, they insisted on a purple door <laughs> to their bedroom because that's 
the girls on the friend show, their door is purple with the okay. yellow frame, a picture frame around the people. So we recreated that. Gotcha. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Have you been out? Have you gone anywhere yet, Shaw? Have you been in a restaurant or a bar yet? Uh, we have, yeah. Yeah, how okay. was your happy hour? It was, it was it was very quiet, actually. There were very few people there. It felt Where'd very you comfortable. Go? Went to Famous Dave's. Yeah. And uh, but you felt good about the whole thing. Yeah, there's plenty of social distancing. It was easy to do. There's only about six people in the whole bar. So Saturday after the hours I spent uh, polyurethaning the trim around my house, we went to uh, Skeleton Crew out there in Alaska. They got a beautiful patio. That garden is cool, isn't that, it? Yeah, the patio is definitely great. They've got uh, a lot of trees and shade back there, which is important for me, obviously. <laughs> but uh, what was nice is that there was plenty of room out there for everybody to enjoy. Uh, you know, their their seating, mm-hmm. and then there was also room inside if you felt like staying indoors but and the beer was good as well and was the uh, water fountain yeah Yeah. and i I talked to todd about that trying to figure out something for my backyard it's just a it's a pump essentially sean they just pump water through a okay some tubing and they have a bathtub and it it just it's It's nice in the background though you know nice little effect yeah Yeah. nice for effect but uh gene you've been you've been out uh we actually we we went to beaver creek state park and then we stopped in hoka there's a new place the free range range exchange exchange, and they've got uh some outdoor tables and we were when we went it was close to their closing time because they were like open till two and we were pushing one thirty. But so we had lunch out there on Saturday. Nice and uh, felt comfortable. Everything. Felt oh good. yeah. Well, we were the only people in there at that <laughs> time, and and yeah. there was outdoor seating, so right. that was great. Well, there's a bunch of bars and restaurants around the country that are reopening. Shaw and they're trying to figure out creative ways to uh, you know help people stay socially distant. Removing bar stools. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at John's they put tables in between all of the spooky machines to keep us separated. Okay. Uh, and then at some you places, safe while you lose your money. Yeah, yeah, very safe losing my money. I thanks for reminding me. Of this, <laughs> you, you dink. Uh, but no, some places are getting a little more creative, like this bar in Denver. Well, a bartender got an idea early on in the uh, quarantine that since there was nobody here, he thought it would be a clever idea to put ghosts in some of the booths. <laughs> you know, the bartender had been making these ghosts, and we've been putting them in booths. It oddly feels nice to have, like, even though they're not real people, just some kind of presence in the bar. It's felt, <laughs> it's felt pretty good. And now we're going to use them, since we're going to have people at every other booth, the booths that can't be occupied are the ones that are going to have the ghosts still. So we're going to keep them in there for a while. <laughs> so this bar in Denver, and uh, there's a restaurant we saw like a couple weeks ago that, uh, or maybe a week ago, they're using mannequins. They've got mannequins at mm-hmm. some of the tables just to sort of make it look like the restaurant's right. full of people. Looks a little more normal. But this this bar in Denver going uh, the spooky route and uh, has uh, taken bed sheets and turned them into ghosts and putting them at uh, tables and chairs around the bar to you know help remind people to stay socially distant. So... There you go, Sean. Not a bad idea. Yeah. I saw a, a, a photo of a baseball game. I don't know where it was. Oh, yeah. The, professional the, game, the, Korean, they, the Korean Yeah, they baseball? had stuffed animals in yeah. the stands to make it look like, you know, there were people watching. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And we had planned on going out east this year. We were hoping to do it actually last, I think it was last weekend. or this. Oh, really? Well, because the Brewers were going to play the Red Sox oh, at Fenway right. Park. And so we were going to take a road trip and drive out there and see my mom and see my friends and go to a Brewer Red Sox three-game series at Fenway. I haven't been to Fenway in years. Uh, and obviously the Brewers don't play there very often, Shaw, right. so we thought it would be a really cool vacation to take. And mm-hmm. then obviously things changed, and uh, so that's not happening. Uh, and we haven't made any plans to make any other sort of um, adventure somewhere. We, we'd like to get up to Minneapolis to see our friend Molly, who's uh, been having a rough time with everything that's going on up there right now. She's been, you know, very 
stressed and panicked and moving around trying to find a safer place for herself. And uh, we'd like to get up there and see her and, and uh, next couple of weeks, maybe, potentially, possibly. But mm-hmm. no real plans for a, a vacation. Shaw, are you guys going to do anything? We don't have anything planned. I mean, we'd very much like to, but I just, I, I don't know what it would be at this point. I the mean, I'm not ready to go on an airplane. And- right. You know, I'm not even certain about staying in hotels at this point. Gene, you guys are going to, you changed your travel plans. You're going somewhere else? Yeah, we're going up to Wapaka, to the okay. Chain of Lakes, and, and we're do a cabin kind of thing. We were going to drive out west, right? Go to uh-huh. Yellowstone and my niece's wedding in Idaho where they're they're saying, if you come from a state that has higher rates of COVID than we do, we would like you to self-quarantine for 14 days so you get out there and technically you're not supposed to be going places, so forget it. Well, if you're going to have a staycation, Shaw, where you stay home instead of going somewhere, mm-hmm. don't just spend it in front of the television. Here are some tips to make the most out of a staycation. Okay, cool. I think th- a lot of people are going to be doing that. Separate taking... yourself from work. This one applies... And social media. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one applies to any vacation, whether it's at home or on the on the go. Uh, we still check in. I, I, Gene, I tell you, every time I go somewhere, don't send me emails. I don't care. I don't want to read them, but you, you're just, you're a sadist. And you send them to me anyways. Uh, they say just put put all that down. But just don't just, even, yeah, don't even look at your emails. Don't check in. Don't do anything work related. Just, just because to, you're home, you're still on vacation. Right, right. Okay, you're right. entitled to that. Well, and there's that sort of you know like feeling like well I'm at home and right, I'm not really doing maybe, anything and I maybe I I'll have just, time and- right. And I'm right, I'm right down the street from my job, you know. Uh, knock out any household chores ahead of time. I agree So rather with that. than spending the staycation cleaning and doing the household stuff, get that stuff done so that you can actually use your time uh, on your staycation to unwind. And- I did that this weekend, Friday night. I cleaned the house and went grocery shopping. So Saturday and Sunday, they're right. not, I had all that done. And if you're going to tackle a project during your staycation, maybe it's something rewarding. As opposed to something where <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just cleaning, bread. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm just cleaning the oven. You know what I mean? Something where you're like, oh, I've always wanted to paint this or what? You know what I mean? Like, and do something artsy fartsy. Uh, plan something special you'll look forward to. So even if you're just planning on staying home and taking naps and not doing anything, uh, maybe you know, Big fire steak. pit. Well, yeah, or yeah, maybe a tent in the backyard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? At home under the stars, kind of thing. Maybe treat yourself to an at home spa day. Uh, and last but not least, uh, take pictures. Take pictures. Because you, you would should, on vacation, oh, right? Oh, sure. They say you should treat your staycation the same way you treat a normal uh, vacation. Take pictures and post on social media. Hey, look at me. I might be in my backyard, right. but I'm living my, be- my best life. I've got my wine at 4.30 or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? So document it so that you've got a, a record of, of your staycation. There you go, Shaw. Good some idea. tips. You can staycation in my backyard if you want, Shaw. Come on <laughs> over. A little fire pit. You got a lot of space back there. I do. I got plenty of space mm-hmm. for you diminutive people. <laughs> You're so little, you don't take up much room, Shaw. That's true. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. Stick it up the butt. Therapist, Shaw, what do they do? They listen to other people talk, and when they get... It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, Big Rock Show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center, or just click around and get them here. Stressed out, what do they do? Yeah. And especially during a, a time like this, Shaw, where, you know, suffering... A lot of mental health problems through the lockdown and then the protests and the rioting and the looting. Lots and, of people are stressed, yeah. Yeah, a lot of stress out there. But uh, what, a, what do therapists do when they uh, have to de-stress? When they have to yeah, try they're just, to... They're human like the rest of us. 
Um, number one, according to uh, according to a recent survey of therapists, they uh, consider the best case scenario. Instead of focusing on the bad stuff that could happen, sure, uh, trying to think about the best case scenario, like so what, glass half full kind of stuff. Yeah, more of an optimistic look on things sure. as opposed to a pessimistic view. Uh, number two, remember that you've made it through uh, what you've made it through to get here. Uh huh. Right. right. So look back, think about all the struggles and the hard times. Uh, Give yourself a little pat on the back. Dealing with situations that are difficult before, um, strategies that you might have used in the past that might help you now, uh, things like that. Uh, also might remind you how resilient you can be. Uh, number three, get moving. We hear this all the time. Doesn't matter what kind of mental health problem it is, but activity, physical activity can help. Anxiety can be very paralyzing. I can tell you from. First-hand experience, uh, do something physical to counteract that. Go for a walk, a run, dance in your living room, some sort of movement, uh, maybe some kind of yoga. I've uh, definitely been interested in trying to start doing that. Uh, make a schedule and stick with it. Again, this is what therapists suggest uh, you do when you're stressed. Routine, when routine, stressed. routine, routine. Yeah. Um, not knowing what's in store can make you feel out of control, so sticking to that schedule gives your routine sense of normalcy. Definitely helps, Shaw. Mm-hmm. If you're... One of those type A type people that really needs a routine. Some people don't need one, don't want one, don't want it. You know, that's not their scene. That's fine. But uh, these are what therapists do when they're stressed about the future. Number five on the list of things that they do, uh, make a list of things you can control. Obviously, if you're stressing about things you can't control, like the coronavirus or, you know. Stop thinking about those and focus on, I I know what I'm having for dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or, you know, wearing a face mask or donating to a charity, Mm -hmm. keeping a list like that around, easy way to ground yourself. Uh, when your anxiety starts to creep in. So there you go. Some stuff that therapists say they, hmm. they do when they're feeling stressed. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. You could see sidewalk sales as often as three days a week in downtown La Crosse this summer if City Hall approves the idea. The downtown Main Street group believes that permitting stores to do more business outside will get customers back into the habit of shopping after weeks of shutdowns due to the coronavirus. DMI director Robin Moses doesn't expect every downtown business to take to the sidewalks. I would estimate that at the very most, there would be one to two businesses on a block face that would even take advantage of Mm. putting things out for sale. We could also limit it to Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. The Wisconsin Transportation Department wants to be sure that business owners leave at least four feet of sidewalk space for disabled people to use those walks. I tell you what, you want to increase sales, you let me carry a beverage around, Sean, and I'm just browsing. Just Shopping sort of, and browsing. Right. And I get that. Not everybody's going to be able to. And a browsing with a drink in my hand, dude. Oh, look at this. I didn't need this, but I'm going to buy it anyway. Get a little music going, man. I'm all about it. I realize. fun atmosphere. Not everybody's going to be able to do that because you got to watch your merchandise. you got to have you know the trans you know you have to be able to accommodate that but i yes. do think it's cool for those who might want to yeah i think there is some reticence on the part of shoppers to go into stores and i think and you know we want these businesses to survive um and so perhaps by allowing them to move to the sidewalks might make it more likely that people will come there to shop so we'll see i don't know there's people going in stores everywhere well did you see I, the line at uh tj maxx i did the day that they opened there was like 100 people over two hours yeah, well, they to check out. Well, part of the problem is that uh, they had a hundred people waiting to get into the store the moment they opened. Then their power went out or something. Their registers crashed. So they had to like do this all. By I guess they have fewer registers uh, open as well as right. in an effort to provide and social that's distancing. So the way yeah. it is everywhere. Yeah, but 
Man, oh, man. But I think... It, you it, give me a drink in my hand? I'm like, <laughs> TJ Maxx, do, 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 do. Brian's and TJ Maxx. Spend a couple hours in there, I'm huh? getting some fancy pillows. Do, 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 do. At it's TJ just, Maxx, yeah. Is it really just about having your drink in your hand, though, Brian? Is That's it? right, Elsa. <laughs> refill my cup. Do, 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 do. Oh, what's that Three purple one? while you shot. What's that purple one over there? Bring that over here. Do, 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 do. Just some hanging. Buying stuff that I don't need at TJ Maxx. Hey, are they running the lacrosse queen soon? I have not heard that, Gene. I don't know what their schedule is. I assume they've not been operational because I, of the virus. I, I don't know. You throw that. some drinks up there. And do, 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 there's I'm your drinks, Brian. The right there. They serve. I'm on the queen. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yep, they serve. Sorry. It's okay. I'm trying to lighten this, this mood, man. It's like... I, I hear you. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It was a one in a million shot, Doc. One in a million shot. 30-year-old guy in China went to the hospital with an emergency. He had a 16-inch dead fish stuck in his rectum. Rectum? Damn near killed him. How did it get there? How did it get the there? The guy swore it happened by, quote, sitting on it by accident. It was a million to one shot, Doc. A million to one. Surgeons had to remove it by cutting into the guy's stomach because oh. the fish was so big. Oh. There's no word oh. on how his recovery oh, no. is going. No. Yes. No. Was it alive no. when he said it? was dead. It was no a dead. Pick. Well, no I mean, pick. it was dead then. Was it a... No. I believe it was dead at the beginning oh, of the process. Oh, they had to cut there. into his stomach mm-hmm. to get it. Was that far up? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you really had that thing mm-hmm. swam upstream so hard trying to spawn upstream just to pour it. Found a Nemo and everything. Just get out of here. Oh, man. They had to cut into his stomach? He accidentally sat, sat on a 16-inch. Do you know how much colon is between your stomach and your anus? You know how much? There's a lot. There's a lot. There's like 16, 20 feet in there, Shaw. I know. There's a lot. They took out like 9, 10 inches of mine, and I still got plenty. (laughs) How far did that fish get up there? How does it happen? All the way. All the way, apparently. What what are you doing to get it all that way up there? They got to go into the stomach. Trying really hard. (laughs) No, he just sat on it. It was an accident. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I don't know if I can get past this one. Well, let's see if this helps. A birthday weekend threesome. Oh. Came to an abrupt end. Oh, this one's not good either. I saw this one earlier. When the 19 so, why are you old, so mean to me today? When the 19-year-old celebrant pulled a male acquaintance off the other woman by his genitals yeah. and threw him to the floor. So he was on top of the other woman and she grabbed him by the junk and then... Yeah. Oh. There was a... What? There was a 911 hang-up call from a hotel in South Carolina. Police uh, spoke with a birthday girl who said she invited her 19-year-old friend to spend the weekend with her in Myrtle Beach. She told police that her friend had arrived uh, before her, had been spending time with another woman before she got there. That's what started the argument. Uh, he and Mary Jane agreed to have... The two of them agreed to have sexual relations with the other woman. But apparently she must have had a change of heart because during the course of the relations, the woman pulled him off the other woman by his genitals Ugh. and threw him to the floor. Yeah, if someone starts yanking on those things, you're just going to go where they, where you, you know, you got to follow them. The report does not say whether the man was injured by the genital yanking. Yeah, he was. He no, yanked him by his genitals. No charges were filed against either her or him, and both agreed to leave the motel. No more threesomes for those. No more happy endings. Oh. They well. probably aren't friends anymore either, mm-hmm. I would think. Man. Like you said, this was cool. He was at the height of his life there for just a brief moment. Yeah, he was living the high <laughs> you mean life. We get to do this. Mountain. Okay, great. Man, and then and then that fish had to swim <laughs> so far to get to the point where they had to go into the stomach as opposed to just stick some forceps up there. Yeah, that's not a hamster. Oh my goodness, it's not a hamster. <laughs> All right, Richard Gear. <laughs> Come on, it was a gerbil. Oh, sorry, you're right. Not a hamster. Truth. Though. 
Gene, you're fake news. Why did you do that? I'm sorry. I lied. Man, oh man. That poor fish. I know. What kind of fish was it? Dead. <laughs> Very dead. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. How many uh, gallons of beer do you think Americans drink every single year? In Individually? In, no, total. Like oh, as, as, a country? As, as a country. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I mean, let's do the math, right? I mean, you figure there's... What How are many it? gallons? Gallons? I don't know. A million. Well, did you say a million? Yeah. No, I, let's say million. everybody drank 10 gallons of beer in a year times what? Uh, 300 Ten million. gallon billions. You know, so. <laughs> did you say a million? I, I wanted to say some number to get the conversation Hi, I'm started. I'm Gene and I don't understand numbers. <laughs> That's why I'm in radio, I Brian. Know, I know. Just messing. Relax. Sean. So it's billions? Three, three billion. You're closer, three billions. Sean. Yeah, no, a little more. Double that. Six billion Six gallons. Billion. Yeah, Americans drink more than 6 billion gallons of beer every single year. Uh, and a new study broke down our beer drinking per capita to figure out what states drink the most. Go, Wisconsin. We did not go as much as you'd think we'd go. Really? Yeah, the Midwest is, excuse me, the Midwest is represented well in the top 10, but we are nowhere near number one in Wisconsin. And okay. Which, you know, surprising, right? I mean, we think about all of the great breweries that we have here, yeah. all of the uh, our, tradition. you know, our traditions of Oktoberfest and the beer drinking uh, that we do here. I mean, it, you know, it was a culture shock when I moved here from New Hampshire, you know, 15, 16 years ago. I'm like, what the hell's going on around here? You people are crazy. Colorado? Uh, Colorado, not uh, in the top 10. Huh. Okay. Uh, North you, Dakota's usually in there. North Dakota's number four, Shaw. North and South Dakota, four and five. New Hampshire, I think, is usually in That's there. number one. Is yeah, it really? My home state. And part of that is because there's no tax on alcohol. Uh, live free or die, uh, no, no, no tax. So there's uh, a lot, you know, I don't want to say it's a lot cheaper, but uh, that certainly plays a factor. And again, this is per capita. It's not just uh, an overall number. So it's based on, you know, your population. But New Hampshire at number one in regards to drinking the most beer per person. Montana, number two. <laughs> Vermont, number three. Those hippies, man. You think <laughs> they'd be just smoking weed out there in Vermont. Eating their ice cream. As we mentioned, North Dakota and South Dakota at four and five. Nevada at number I gonna, six. I was going to guess Nevada. Maine at number seven. So, boy, New England. New just, England. Just uh, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, right up there in the tippy top over there. Wisconsin at number eight, finally. Pennsylvania at number nine. And Hawaii at number ten. Hawaii? Yeah. Really, huh? Yeah. And, again, this is per capita, so you break it down sure. based on, you know, all that stuff. Uh, you want to take a stab at the least? Utah. Yeah, number yeah. one. Yep. Number, no, well, number I've 50. been there. It's the bottom. <laughs> yeah, to get a drink. Well, well, it's the you can't buy state. alcohol. You have to go to a the state-sponsored store. Yeah. Yeah. In the, no, nothing on Sundays. It's Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Utah is uh, the least, and then followed by Maryland, New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, Idaho, Arkansas, uh, Washington, and then Massachusetts. So there you go. States that drink the most and least beer per capita based on a new study. Six billion gallons in America per year, Shaw. Huh. I was just looking at a Facebook meme. It says the average human walks 900 miles a year and drinks 22 gallons of beer, which means the average human gets 41 miles per gallon. (laughs) That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I got a a wit beer in my secondary fermenter right now that I got to get into a a pony keg and into the fridge and get it uh, capped with some CO2 so I can start drinking that delicious beverage. It was bubbling like mad after I got the yeast put in it the other day, so... Excited 
Get that one. Nice little summer beer. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8 o'clock, 40 bucks of my morning show money up for grab, Shaw. No pressure. Mm-hmm. So you say. 608-784-0957 is the number for the five-star telecom rock line. Looking for caller 15. Who this? Travis. Travis, are you familiar with how this game is played? I am. All right, Travis, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I got no faith in him today. Oh, man, Shaw, right in your face. <laughs> Right in your face. That's he dunked okay. all over you. Posterized yeah, your little yes. ass. Well, no we'll faith in you, Shaw. I have faith, however. Oh, my. I do. I have faith in you, Shaw. So listen closely. And if you get this right, we'll add 10 bucks to that $40 spot. Make it 50 bucks for next week. If you get it wrong, you don't know it, then Travis wins my money. However, Travis did indicate that he would donate it to the Rock Foundation. Oh, that's so. awesome. So I won't feel so bad about coughing up 40 bucks today. However, I don't want anybody to win. Mm-hmm. I'd like to keep my own money. Here we go. Listen closely, Shaw. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. That's all I get. Uh, I don't know if you need much more, Shaw, to be perfectly honest with you. You want to hear it again? Let's hear it again. All right. One more time. Listen closely. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. You want to hear it one more time? Do I really got to do this? You don't have to. No, I'll, I can guess. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I think you got so. It, did two? You got it in you here with the two of them? I only played it twice, Shaw. I don't want I, no pressure. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, was um, Dennis Hopper mm-hmm. uh, in the movie Speed. Oh! <laughs> that is exactly oh, correct. Shot. What do you do? 1994, 26 years ago today. That movie was released. Can you believe it's been a quarter of a century since that friggin' movie came out? Sandra Bullock, that wildcat behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. Dennis Hopper with the wacky-ass hand that he got his fingers all blowed off. He was the best part of that movie. Cheap-ass gold watch that he got. Mm -hmm. No, Keanu Reeves was the best part. I'm going to speed it up. (laughs) I need everybody to move to this side of the bus. You, Gigantor, I, I got a give plan. me a hand. I got a plan. Yeah, but I'm taller. Uh, yeah, this filled with great Worst lines. one line ever when you get a guy decapitated uh, uh, on a train mm-hmm. in a tunnel. Yeah, but I'm taller. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you doing to me here? It was such a great movie, and they just ruined it with yeah. that one line. Yeah, but I'm taller. <laughs> No, it was great except for that one line. It was great. Okay. He shot his partner. He did. That was a good part. That was a great part. Mm -hmm. You freaking shot me. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm taller. (laughs) I just, they couldn't come up with anything else. I don't know. I mean, couldn't you workshop that for a week or two? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, but I'm taller. Maybe he ad-libbed that, and they just loved it so much. They couldn't couldn't have said, excellent. You know, like, I don't know. I'm going to speed it up. <laughs> See, I thought maybe you'd give me a Bill and Ted uh, reference or no, something. No, 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 trailer. I know the trailer was yesterday, but I, I got I thought lucky. maybe it was going to be something with Elizabeth Hurley since today's her birthday. Oh, oh here's today. Oh, don't worry. We got, we got that all coming okay. up during oh. bed. You know how I am, Shaw. Okay. I like to reference all your favorites. So I like mm-hmm. to play the hits. That's what I do, Shaw. Oh, boy. By the way, this has been a great week for me because uh, Goonies came out on Sunday like in 84. 
on what was Sunday the eighth? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sunday, Sunday was uh, or the seventh. So June seventh of nineteen eighty four, Goonies came out. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I watched that. That was Ghostbusters, and then Ghostbusters, and now today is Speed. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go home and watch that today. Nice. So just give me excuses to watch great movies all week Everybody long. on this side. Of the- Mary and I were walking through the marsh on Sunday, and there were some kids swimming in the Lacrosse River just below the uh, bridge that's about halfway uh, from the uh, dog park yep, to the industrial yep. park. And, uh, you know, they were just having fun in the water or whatever. And I hear one of them go, hey, you guys, <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> Had to start laughing. Yeah, people knew it was speedy. Uh, Stacy texting us on the Five Star Telecom Rock line said, Harry, you told me to. That's right. And he shot him. He did. Shoot the hostage. Pop quiz hot shot. Mm-hmm. Got a trigger finger pointed at your head. What do you do? Shoot the hostage. Everybody on this side of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to speed it up. <laughs> Just such a bad delivery on that one. It was a good line. But like a bad delivery. Yeah. I don't know. He's carved out a pretty decent career though for not really being considered a great actor. But what? I was referring to how the critics view him. Yeah, I'm I don't care about mm-hmm. critics. <laughs> he's a master know. thespian, and he's a great human being. He is. By all no, accounts, I agree. I agree. By all accounts, everything I've ever read about him on the internet yep. has said that he is a, a phenomenal, and he mm-hmm. like kind of doesn't like the celebrity stuff and the money, and he just mm-hmm. kind of hangs out. Gives. I mean, he was here in Lacrosse, took a bunch of pictures of people. Was mm-hmm. you know, he's into motorcycles. He's got his own company and. Uh, you know, the sad Keanu memes, and he's very self-aware, too, I yeah. think, when it comes to that stuff. A lot of celebrities are distant from reality, and it seems like he, he seems like one of those guys who right. kind of gets it and doesn't take it too seriously. But Really good in George of the Jungle. <laughs> you thinking of Brandon Fraser? Oh, I am thinking of Brandon Fraser for that one. That what one. the hell's wrong with you? Get out of my... <laughs> get out of my... Sandbox. Don't be in here trying to mess around with movie yeah, Brandon stuff. Brandon Fraser's a terrible actor, but yeah. Keanu Reeves is a great actor. Yes. Brandon hey. Frazier is a great actor. He was in Encino Man, okay? No, 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 no. He was no, in Encino no, no, Man no. with Paulie Shore and Sean Austin, all right? Don't get me started yeah, here. All right. I, I don't want to get you started. The, great, the first mummy was great. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, big rock show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center or just click around and get them here. Hey. Uh-huh. Rachel Vice, Brandon Frazier. The guy that played the mummy, whatever his name is, one of those guys. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And I've got some good news, Shaw. What's this? You have good news? Okay. Yeah. You know me. I'm a big fan of the uh, 80s movies, right? Yeah. I've actually uh, watched a few recently because we're, you know, watching movies on the anniversary of their release dates. This one was on Sunday. The Goonies. Mm Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. I just watched Speed yesterday because it was the anniversary of Speed. 26 years that That's movie. crazy. Yeah, but I'm taller. <laughs> did you watch that? I did, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, I did. Why wouldn't I? What the hell I got to do? I cleaned my grill and then I watched Speed. Wow. I cleaned my grill too. It was a mess. Yeah, mine mine caught on fire the other day. <laughs> oh, that's, that's how, how I clean it. That's how bad mine was. So I was like, okay, well, I guess it's time to clean the grill. Anyways, I digress. Then I even watched Speed 2, which was not... I shouldn't have done that. That movie's terrible. You watch Speed 2? It's so bad. I have wow, to. you really don't have anything to do, do you? <laughs> no, I like... Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. I also watched Toy Story 4. <laughs> Holy... What? 
I don't have kids, man. I ain't got nothing to do. I can just sit around and do whatever the hell I want. That's the best part about not having kids. But doing any, anything you want is eight hours of well, life on your couch. Gonna, I thought it was going to be miserable weather all day, so I just went in the basement and waited. And then, you just, <laughs> and then when I came upstairs, yeah. it, was nice. it was nice. And I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I cleaned the just grill. Well, I got home and I started cleaning the grill and it was kind of misty, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was you know kind of raining and I'm like, okay, well, it's going to rain, so I'm going to get this done, get it out of the way because it's not going to be nice outside. And then I, I'll retire to the basement, watch a few movies. and. Uh, oh, and, my gosh. Wow. She wants your life. <laughs> I don't know if I... No, I don't... <laughs> Wow. Anyways, uh, way <laughs> off topic here, but uh, I did watch The Goonies recently, Shaw, one of my all-time favorites. It is uh, an example of a perfect movie, if you ask me, uh, and uh, thankfully, it sounds like Goonies 2 is, is getting more, picking up more steam. Oh. Now, Josh Gad, I don't know if you remember, uh, he did uh, a YouTube video with a bunch of the former cast members of The Goonies movie, along with some of the, uh, I think Steven Spielberg uh, chimed in as well on this uh, live YouTube video that he did a few weeks ago. And Spielberg said, you know, every couple of years, somebody comes along with an idea and Mm -hmm. we, you know, workshop it, but it never really works out. It sounds like the guy who is doing the Goldbergs, which is an homage to the 80s, essentially, Adam Goldberg is his name. uh, And it's a TV series on ABC, kind of about his life growing up. It sounds like he's got a script and he's ready to go. You're excited about that, aren't you? And I'm very excited because I got to be honest, I told you before, I really like the Goldbergs. It's a good show. Uh, it's got a ton of 80s references. There's this guy, Adam Goldberg, who created the series, uh, is in love with the 80s and uh, pays a full tribute to the, that decade. And it sounds like he has a meeting with Richard Donner, the original director, but it got canceled due to the coronavirus. But once things start getting back to normal, it looks like he's going to work on uh, getting Goonies 2 made. <laughs> and I think, again, if you're going to make it with the original cast coming back, you've got to have them... Somebody dies, you come back for a funeral or something like that, or, uh, you know. There's a reason for them to all reunite and get back together again. something along those lines. But I could see that. I I don't even know if it needs to be the adults that go on the... Adventure? Adventure. Maybe they participate in part of it to, like, maybe their kids get trapped somewhere, you know what I mean? And they go get them. I I don't know. But uh, I think if anybody could do it justice, it would be uh, the guy who directs or or created the Goldbergs on ABC. Are they still making movies, per se? I mean... Yeah, that's the interesting thing because Bill and Ted, you know, which released its trailer this week, uh, is supposed to come out in August. But is the movie done? Right. You would assume all the filming is done, and that the they're just working. still going to be open. That's a question. But too. that's well, and we saw when this all started, they were starting to release movies that were supposed to come out in theaters uh, early on demand, so you could watch them or right. rent them or, or whatever. But I think that might be the case going forward for the time being. But I don't think any. I mean, they just started refilming uh, or getting back to work on Avatar, the, the sequel. Okay. California and is going to allow film and television shoots to start tomorrow, hmm. as a matter of fact. There oh, you go. Well, there you go. Goonies 2. Fingers crossed, Shaw. Hope it works out for you. I, I, I'll i probably have time to watch it in my basement. <laughs> wow. Before noon. So I can no kid. <laughs> I watched all the first three Toy Stories the other day, so I had to watch number four. Because I hadn't watched number four yet. I hadn't seen That's it. That's a good one, isn't it? Eh, I didn't like four. You didn't like it? No. No. Give me one and two. Three was meh. I couldn't believe how close they let him get to death in three. <laughs> I you know. know isn't so- it's kind of morbid. Well, it? as an adult Dark. watching it, I even I was struggling. I'm like, oh, my God, all these toys are going to die. You know, it's like, what do you and imagine? You're a kid and you fall I in know. love with these toys for three movies. And then all of a sudden they're going to burn uh, these guys. What? Why is it? I can't so imagine <laughs> the shock and the and the stress it put on a child watching these, you know, Woody going down into the incinerator. I mean, luckily, you know, the claw came along and mm-hmm. hashtag spoiler alert. But I had to watch four because I'd watched the first three. That was the reason I watched the first three was so I could watch four and be caught up. 
I'm sorry you don't have that kind of time. I just, well, I don't know that I, wow, that's just a lot. They wouldn't make movies if they didn't want us to watch them, man. <laughs> I know, but. That's what they're okay. there for. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Go but let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the button. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, Happy, 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 happy. Oh, Ren and Stimpy. Been a minute since yeah, I've watched has. any Ren and Stimpy, but uh, you idiot. <laughs> Did we get into that, Shaw? Ren and Stimpy? Uh, no, my kids did. Yeah. My oldest. Shocking. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Uh, getting harder and harder sometimes to find uh, little slices of joy. Weather improving certainly makes things better, Shaw. But it does. 90% of, uh, of us, according to a recent survey, 90, so pretty much everybody, agree that the world needs more joy. <laughs> yes. Especially these days. Yeah. Simple ways to find some joy, Shaw. Any guess? Take a stab um, at it. Go outside, get some fresh air. Boom. That's got to be on there. Yeah. Time spent outside, number two on the list of huh. the five ways to find simple play, uh, simple joy. Just simple ways to find joy. Going outside. I will say in the morning, which is kind of my jam, like when the sun comes out, take the dog, uh, take Maggie for a walk around the block, and uh, it's that nice, crisp, new morning kind of mm-hmm. flavor out there, and you get to a little bit of sun in your face, but it's not warm or buggy yet. And I look up at the sun, get a little bit extra, and it's, uh, boy, that's really nice, Shaw. You get a little bit of that? Mm, you bet, yeah. Go sit outside when Mary gets done working, have a cocktail, mm-hmm. enjoy the fresh air. Number one on the list, family dinner, Shaw. Mm-hmm. All about that. That's kind of a, I suppose, having some drinks on the on the back patio. Then go make dinner. And then make dinner? Yeah, family dinner. 61% of people say that's one of the things that brings them the most joy. Uh, the rest of the list, number one, obviously, family dinners. Number two, time spent outside. Number three, in, in uh, regards to this survey about how we can, uh, simple ways we can find some joy, watching your favorite movie or TV show. Jeez, you, you must be full of the joy. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> can't stand any more joy. <laughs> He's upping that screen time average for the yeah, rest so of the show, kidding. which is nice. Hmm. You can hate on me all watched, you want. Oh, I watched a Black Mirror last night before I went to bed. Yeah, that I sort of wish I dreams. wouldn't have. Yes, and I woke up this morning still creeped out. It's like, ugh, okay, that was dumb. <laughs> uh, and I've been doing a lot of that since the beginning of the whole pandemic. Uh, I've been watching movies that I am in love with, as mm-hmm. opposed to maybe venturing off into new territory or watching horror movies, which kind of can bring you down, obviously. But uh-huh. I've been trying to watch all these classic movies that I love, like. You know, whether it's Goonies or whether it's uh, Ghostbusters or any of that stuff. Uh, receiving a hug from a close friend or loved one, also What's 58%. Like? Well, they're saying, though, we we had this uh, yeah, stat yesterday that, that, yeah. that the hug apparently is a safer way to uh, incorporate some kind of human contact as opposed to a handshake mm-hmm. or... Uh, I shook someone's hand that didn't for the first time last week. Really, that I, that uh, d- you know isn't part of my family or whatever. It was like it, they went they went for the handshake, and I was like, and "Am I going to do this? Am I going to do this? I'm going to do this." And I shook a little it. bit of panic there. Well, it's just weird. You know what I mean? It was right. just weird because it hasn't been a thing I've been doing. So well, and we're saying, weird. I mean, we've heard since day one that apparently those aren't going to be a thing anymore, right? That right. Fauci said, look, we're not going to handshake anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, and then last on the list of the uh, five simple ways to find some more joy, hearing one of your favorite songs. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, Get definitely. lost in the music. 
some tunes. Windows down, windows. driving around. Mm-hmm. Windows. Wind through your hair, listening to tunes. Some you other like. stats from this survey say 89% of people agree it's uh, important to surround yourself with positive people. Obviously, if you're hanging out with Debbie Downer all the time, that's probably yeah. not going to be good for your overall mood. Nope. More than half of us say that just talking to our friends brings us joy. I tell you what, these Zoom things are great. We haven't done one in a little while, but being able to talk to people that you haven't uh, seen physically mm-hmm. or been around in a long time is really great when it comes to these Zoom meetings. So there you go, Every Shaw. Thursday afternoon, we do one with the kids. So Yeah, and that's working out well for you guys? Yeah, yeah. So far, everybody's been able to make it. And- kids are doing good. Everybody's yeah, all right. everybody's doing well, yeah. Thank I, you. I had one yesterday with a stranger because I was... Um, I was- asking some questions of Winona State, you know, for fall. Right. And it was, it was like, if you have questions, there was an open Zoom. T- so you just oh. click on it, and then somebody's box pops okay. up, and all of a sudden, it's, you know, like a phone call, except you can see each other, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's a Zoom meeting, but it was it was weird. <laughs> like, oh, hi, complete stranger. I, I that's what you, you look like. That's your apartment. <laughs> this is the inside of my home. And, and this and is, yeah, here's with me at work. Right. And- Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. I binged uh, a lot of movies recently, Shaw. I've just been kind of hanging out, watching movies, enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, A lot of times what I, I, I'll do is I'll try to binge them, you know, in the order they came out, obviously, to make sure I got the timeline correct. Been doing that with the... Uh, Marvel movies recently, starting with, uh, of course, Captain America and working my way through that, even though they didn't come out in that order. Go back and watch them. And uh, if you're a millennial right now, Shaw, and you're looking for a movie to watch, here are some of the uh, top millennial movies okay. for you to check out. You want to binge while you're hunkered down in your bunker. Maybe if you're a millennial, you want to check out Harry Potter and the Goblet of White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that one. I know some people who like that one. Got some new flavors this year, right? Uh (laughs) Top millennial movies here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. To Twitter, shame a mockingbird. (laughs) Here's another one, Shaw. I don't know if De Niro will be in this one, but uh, Vape Fear. (laughs) Vape Fear, yes. A little different than Cape Fear. Yeah. Well, he was good in that, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He was just creepy as all get out. Mm Mm-hmm. Millennial counselor, mm-hmm. <laughs> counselor. Uh, top millennial movies here on the Morning Sickness on ninety five seven The Rock. Clapback Mountain. <laughs> so when you go like this, Shaw, right in someone's face. Is that what it is? You okay. are not listening. <laughs> it's a clapback, Shaw. You get right in their face. You clap right back at them. Uh, millennial movies here on the Morning Sickness on ninety five seven The Rock. <laughs> oh, Bernie, where art thou? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of millennials are asking that question. He's out of the race. That's where he's at. Yeah. That's where he art. Uh, top millennial movies here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Paranormal inactivity. <laughs> yeah. No activity today. That sounds about right. A rideshare car named Desire. <laughs> no, this is my Uber. This is my Uber. Get your own damn Uber. Uh, millennial movies that uh, you can binge watch here on The Morning Sickness. A few more. Marley and Meme. Oh, don't watch Marley. No, uh, no can't do it. If you're trying to find joy, don't watch that no, one, Brian. That I know bad. you can't. I know I did. It. I watched. I could. I Too sad for you. Couldn't have been more wrong about life than that one. <laughs> you shouldn't have done. Isn't that. there another one where the dog yeah. keeps getting new lives or yes. something like that? Which one is that? The dog's purpose. Is that the one I where think, they keep yeah. killing them? How well, many times you got to <laughs> suffer through that? Don't. Yeah, I I watched it. It was really really good, but you can't. Don't watch it. 
I can't. That's the one where they almost drowned the dog, too, while they were making the movie, right? And everybody got pissed off. Oh, that's it's, it's a moving movie. That's for sure. Yeah, the Marley one. I watched it and I'm like, why am I watching this dog die? This is terrible. This is I'm a sadist. Uh, a couple more, Shaw, of the uh, top millennial movies here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Locally Sourced Organic Cotton Hoodie. <laughs> Did you get that at the co-op? It's, it's wonderful. It came with a free bottle of patchouli. Eat, pray, swipe right. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Crippling Student Loan Debt. Oh, Bernie, where art thou? I wouldn't have this if Bernie was around, right? Isn't that the deal? Uh, a couple more, Shaw, the uh, top millennial movies here on The Morning Sickness. The World According to AOC. <laughs> She's the squad, right? The squad members? Isn't, that the, isn't she in the squad? Is that what they call themselves? The squad? I, I guess I'm not sure what they call themselves. All right. But... Uh, last but not least here on The Morning Sickness, uh, millennial movies. Here's Johnny. It's The Whining. Gotta <laughs> 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 be careful when he gets stuck at a hotel. Mm. You might hear some whining. Uh, I can't even today. The drive-thru had like two cars in it, and I had to wait like 10 minutes for my soy latte. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.